welcome, 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 Fret Talk listeners and Pedalboards of Doom viewers. You are here with Fret Talk versus Pedalboards of Doom live. It is episode number third, uh, 133 of the Fret Talk podcast. You are here with your host. That's this guy. That's Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. Say hi, me. Yo. You are also here with Lee. <laughs> Yo, what's up, man? I'm all right, man. Not too bad at all. You couldn't see it, but I was flashing the screen holder on and off, as you said about the PBOD versus Fret Talk. I was flashing it up and down. It was nice. really cool. I, 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 did, a black I felt like something was different. <laughs> Can't see it, but I felt it. Um, yeah, man. It's the force. So, indeed. So we, we've got a uh, we've got a podcast ahead of us this week. We've got a, a live stream ahead of us this week. Um, live cast, man. I love that. Yeah. You came up with that. That was a good cast. one. Yeah, it's it is a literally the the, the most portmanteau of those two words, just ramming them together. Uh, <laughs> um, bastard. I know. Right. Yeah. So. Um, Lee, let's get this kicked off. What have you been up to, man? Yeah, man. What have I been up to? I've I've been really busy, actually. I've been busy uh, with work, obviously, within the industry, um, doing things I can't talk about yet, but they'll, they'll be pretty cool when we're talking about them. So that's through Tempedia and obviously through Pedalboards of Doom as well, which you are privy to as well, aren't you, sir? A, a little, yes. I, I know I know just enough. And involved. But, yeah, we'll... we'll um, more about that in the weeks and months to come. Um, so I've been doing a little bit of work with Victory. Um, as we mentioned last week, I, I went and saw uh, the the Duchess Amps, the Flamps, as we called them. Indeed. And we had we'll a look at them. We'll catch on that, Will. We definitely will catch on. Love it. I really do. I keep calling them pedalboard amps, but Flamps is better. So floor amps, Flamps. It's not a very nice anyway. It does sound like we're talking about genitalia in some way, shape, or form, doesn't it? Check out his flamps. <laughs> That's a it, nice pair of flamps. It sounds like something you get when you're middle-aged. Almost like love vandals. He's, oh, he's, he's, got, he's got flamps. <laughs> Doctor, I think I've caught some flamps. That's it. That's it. Mm. Exercise. No, 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 no. It's, it, it's not some flamps, is it? It's the flamps. Yeah, I've, I've, I've got a bad case of flamps. <laughs> right so behind me i've got a couple of flamps and um i don't know if you can see them there but this is the two white oh, amps yeah, yeah. here usually when you when you point to stuff behind you i haven't a fucking clue um, <laughs> i can i can usually see the giant green cab um because that's that's not subtle in any way uh, but yeah i can actually see those brilliant nice can uh, so, you see? Can so you what, see my my extra edition as well? You're asking here, mate. My eyesight's not good at the best of times. What's this? Is that Darth Vader? No, no, Darth Vader's down there. Okay, up there is Batman. Ah, my father-in-law um, did some work with uh, someone who sells toys, and I ended up with that. I'm thought, well happy. I thought you was going to say my father-in-law did some work with Batman. <laughs> Vigilante Andy, justice. Yes, Mr. Patreon Andy Bimson. That's Andy it. Bimson. That's uh, yeah, our, our first ever patron. Woo. Mr. Bimson. I, uh, did you see what I Andy won this? Week. What he received this week? 
I did, yeah. He, um, I, I was quite jealous, but I, I was having a chat with him actually. Um, because he said he says he was going to do a little shoot out between it and his um, because he's got a fuzz dog um version that he that he made up himself, right? And he he did a little AB between them and he says, Yeah, I mean, they're they're ballpark, uh, if not like similar enough for you to for you to go for that one. I mean, because. Um, trying to get your hands on a on an original Mark One governor is uh, is difficult these days. It's it's not a possibility for everyone, and the newer versions, the the the, uh, the V2s, which were in the kind of silver, I I don't even know how to describe those cases. It's almost like rounded <laughs> off boss. <laughs> They're like rounded off boss enclosures, aren't they? Yeah, I had one. I tried it. I, I, I gave it away to like cash converters or something. It was um, trash. I, um, you've just reminded me of um, so. <laughs> so Andy basically won it um, through a competition at Tonepedia, the company that I work with um, were running. Yeah. And what what happened was they just basically said, right, go on to Tonepedia, have a look at any pedal on there you want, choose one. And if you win, you win that pedal. And there's like 200 different pedals on there. So, obviously, all the really vintage ones we went through and took out because like, we weren't going to put up for grabs things that were worth like 500 quid and stuff like that that oh, yeah. been hunted down over years and were really, really hard to get hold of because that would just be silly. But we but left you- up the Marshall Governor. <laughs> and then um, Ella uh, of... Of Timepedia messaged me like a week before it ends. He went, "Man, I've been doing the the um, math on this, and no matter how I look at it, I'm going to lose that that Marshall Governor." Yeah, and I was like, "Why didn't we take it out?" I did ask you, <laughs> you know, yeah. we should have taken it out. Um, anyway, long story short, Andy won it. Andrew won it, and I'm so glad he did. Um, yeah, because uh, you know he, he's a Good follower of all us, Fret Talk, Pedalboards of Doom, really good member, and it's nice to see it go to someone. Um, yeah, but to, to one of those guys who are active in all of the communities. During the week, this week, I, I found a, a Marshall Governor online. Uh, I hit Elad up and I said to him, um, there's one of these going cheap online if you want to get another one. And almost because the, the guy is prolific, he really knows his vintage pedals. Like, yeah. So so well. If I need advice on vintage pedals, I ask him, and I know a lot about pedals. Did you know they stopped making Marshall Governor in England and started making them in Korea at one point? Oh, did they? Yeah, and he just went to me within seconds. He went, "No, cheap because it's Korean." Yeah, it's not the sort after one. No, and he said, "You know, it's, it's not worth not worth a penny." You know, it's um, it's a Korean one, which made me start thinking. What is mine? This one. Yeah. And literally, just now, I've just turned it over. And uh, as you can see, it says, made in England. We see that. I'm like, thank God for that. <laughs> yeah. 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 So uh, that's um, that's a bit of a relief. Yeah? I mean, there were, there were a few in that series, weren't there? There was the the Blues Breaker, obviously, which is yep. is extremely sought after. The Shredmaster, yeah, the Governor. Um, um, 
Those are the oh, three that I know, but there's, I'm sure there was more as well. So the blue one is the, the uh, Blues Breaker. Breaker. Yeah, the Think. Governor and the Shredmaster look quite similar. Yeah, because they're different cases to that. They're, they're ever so slightly different cases. They um, The sides go on a little bit further where it folds over at the back. Okay. One of our friends, uh, Michael, um, he he bought his... Um, was it his Shredmaster he bought over? Yeah, I think it was. And um, for my money, the governor was much better. And I, I like high-gain tones, but the um, I didn't really like the Shredmaster all that much. But that's probably why no one's re- reissuing it. <laughs> it's a, like, yeah, uh, I, I mean, I feel even, um, even Marshall themselves didn't reissue it, even the V2 series. Um, I'd, I'd like mm. to stick up for the V2s a little bit here, because we, we did shit on them a bit there. Uh, and the governor clearly is not as good as the uh, <laughs> as the original one. Uh, the the blues breaker as well, not as good, but it's still quite useful because it's got it's like a two mode, and in the in the first mode it does like your blues breaker kind of stuff. The second mode, it I think it takes the clipping diodes at the at the circuit and allows us like a, a fully clean boost, which is really cool. Gotcha. Yeah, it, it might, but. It... Whether it's got all the bells and whistles on it, if it doesn't sound good, it doesn't sound good. And they they just didn't. They, they were well cheap as well. You can pick them up for like 30 quid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of those. I used the um, the compressor from that series, actually. Uh, I saw I'm, one for sale the other day, actually, funny enough. Yeah, in my board that's just over here, just out of shot. Um, and they're really good. They're, they're really, really good. Um. <laughs> Tell you what I did. I digressed about talking about these these um, these. Amps. <laughs> yeah, you were talk- talking about the victories, and then somehow we talk- we went on to the the Shredmaster. <laughs> yeah, I think because we were talking about Andy um, because we realised that we couldn't hear you. Yeah, well, I mean, show must go on. Right, so tell me about these victories then. Tell me about these victories. Uh, let me chuck up a picture them? of it so people can see. Um, so this, uh, I've got two of them um, on loan yeah. from Victory. Uh, as you can see, they're over there at the back of my pedal board. Yes. And I was playing around with them today. Some people watching might have seen um, the live stream that I did earlier, which um, just for 50 minutes, I was playing around my pedal board through those amps. And a couple of things that I found. One, I've never had a, a Fender Star Lamp. Yeah. Always been a Marshall guy. I, I really love the, loved the sound of Marshalls. This was a bit of a re- revelation because it's it was just nice. It had that sort of um, sort of twanginess that I I really like. But it's not, you know, when you're pulling down and bending on a, a minor third. So like you play your guitar and you kind of just like say you're playing an E and you just bend the G down and let go of it. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes when you do that and you've got an amp, it goes wong dunk. And other times it goes quang ding. And it's got a little bit of a voice to it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Quang so, ding. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to write that down because I think that, that right there is the, 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 um, the episode, <laughs> episode title. title. Quang ding. It's not, it's not Quang ding. It's Quang ding. <laughs> Quang ding, yeah. Quang. Oh, I'm, I'm having to translate here. <laughs> Quang ding. Quang ding. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, it, it's new for me, and obviously, when you got something new, um, it does. You know, you do like it more than you might do if you've had it for like six years or something. This is grass is greener and all that, isn't it? 
yeah absolutely not as green as my amp my cab sorry but yeah grass is greener and um I, what i've got is i've got them running in stereo these amps have got built-in reverb and they've got oh, nice. built-in tremolo as well so one yeah. of the things i did um for ages i was just playing them clean and one of the things i did was turn the, the reverb fully on one and not on the other and then swap them over and that yeah. was really nice because you get the clarity and you get the um, you get the ambience as well. Then yeah. I tried the tremolo out, which is oh, it's wonderful, wonderful sounding tremolo. And then what I did is I ran one of the tremolos at half speed to the other. <laughs> oh man, nice. it, it was nice. And if you know, because you can adjust the levels on the amps, obviously. Yeah, if you put one slightly higher and one slightly lower, it, it's it's just a little bit special. That it's almost like um, I suppose it's almost like a metronome where you got da, 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 yeah, you know that sort of thing, but musically, uh, yeah. yeah. So that was really really nice. I, I enjoyed that. Um, ran a few effects for it. It takes high gain so well. It really sounded lovely. I'm so impressed. They didn't get overly hot. I expected them to get absolutely steaming, and they didn't. They got a little fan on the side for ventilation, and it didn't get anywhere near as hot as I expected it to. Uh, the EQs on them are very good. Um, the mid EQ feels more like it's um, choosing a mid frequency as opposed to boosting the mids. Okay, yeah. So, so I mean, Fender amps are notoriously quite uh, quite a scooped sound. Mm. You, they they refer to them as being really like really bell like and real uh, real glassy, and that's that tends to be where you've got your your mid frequencies coming in right at the top end of the mid uh, mid spectrum, and then pushing those those highs as well. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, that, you remind me of something I did uh, as well. I um, so I put my blue box on, best pedal in the world. Put my MXR did. blue box you on. Bloody did. Of course I did, and. Um, I scooped the mids and boosted the bass and the treble uh, on my 4x12, which is bassy anyway, and dialed some mids in and dialed back the bass and the treble on my um, Zilla Cab, which is a 2x12, um, and I, it just gave me everything. Both, both amps had delay. I had more reverb on the 4x12, the Marshall 4x12 over there. Um, but Oh, my God, that was awesome. Because it just felt like I had this really, really cool low end coming in from from one side, and just like the music, that like the musicality coming in from the other. That was really, yeah. really tasty. Yeah. Have you had the chance to uh, to try them direct in yet? The uh, no. the victory flams. No, not yet. Um, I I'm gonna keep hold of one of these. I think yeah. at least. Um, I'd like to keep hold of both of them, but I don't think, you know, can't stretch her. Um, but <laughs> yeah. what I'm thinking is um, I will have that for when we're doing demos because yeah. you pair that up with the um, the, cab the Joyo cab box. Yeah, yeah. And then you've yeah. got you've got a myriad of different different tonal qualities there, haven't you? don't have to bypass the i don't have to use the um power amp section on the cab box either do i because usually you run out of your send into uh the cab box 
and yeah. that therefore bypasses the power ramp. So you've got a power ramp um, section on the cab box, so you can add in a, a power ramp. And okay. I don't need to do that, so Didn't I'll be able to that, bypass that. Yeah, yeah, you've got um, a selection of like different valves that you can choose and stuff like that. So it's, it's pretty cool, but I can bypass that because I don't need that because I've got yeah, you, you've, you've essentially got here. the power. Yeah, the power up section. But then you, you could you could do that uh, because the the power ramp on that's like one power ramp, and it's a class D power ramp. You could then get it emulating like a more Marshall voice power ramp, and and do like the the Marshall side as well. Mm. If you wanted to get like a more Marshall flavored uh, demo. What would be nice is if, if at some point, Victory released these as the other ones as well, the other V fours, and yeah, it would be. Yeah. I'm hoping that, like, you know, they haven't said anything yet, but I'm hoping they'll go down that route. Can you yeah. imagine what a great tool for people like you and I who make YouTube demos, where we can just have those amps in front of us? Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, that's yeah, that's what I'm I'm considering doing with the. Um with the HX stump or, or potentially um, potentially other avenues where I've got like the the flexibility of like a couple of different voices uh, mm. and uh, different kind of cab settings and, and whatnot. So instead of having to spend 20 minutes setting up a different amp and a different mic position and whatnot, it's just all there at a touch of a button. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Um, do, do you know? Uh, you know, this has got four valves in it. Yeah, preamp yeah. valves. Do you know um, that they're guaranteed the valves? Are they? And guess how long for? Go on. Yeah, two expect, years. Like, yeah, I expect two years would be a would be a decent. Um, yeah. I mean, I've never had a, a preamp valve go on any of my amps. Oh. These are a new type of valve. Well, not a new type of valve. Apparently, they're radar valves. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. Let me give a shout out to the group again. Uh, we want your, your input, your questions, and these sort of things. But also, uh, can you give us a heads up and make sure that the audio is good? Because I've turned Monsieur Buddy Pedal Chap here up, and I just want to make sure that that is all coming in. Because. I've noticed a few people drop off. I wonder yeah. if our, our sound levels aren't particularly good for any reason. Yeah. Um, I mean, we have got a um, a little bit of a, a segment coming up, which which I, I'd really like some uh, some viewer interaction with. I'd, I'd really like to hear your your feedback on this because it's um, a very personal uh, experience and. There's there's no right or wrong answer for it, so I want to I want to hear kind of as as many uh, as many people's feedback on on this segment, but that's that'll be coming up. And I, I'll let I I personally think you should have the sex change, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Sh- shave off the beard, put a bit of lippy on. We're set. Mm, uh, hello. <laughs> um, so yeah, so you've uh, you've done the old um, the the. Um, live stream today. I, I caught a little bit of it actually. Uh, Keep and tuning. those uh, the uh, tremolo uh, circuits in them sound really good. Um, but you've you've also told me that you've uh, you've been gassing for a certain uh, certain product uh, recently. Yeah. Well. I have been gassing. That was between you and I. 
Um, <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I'm um, I'm still still heavily all on on this um, Weather Air thing. I, I just can't wait. Uh, look, every time I put my kids to bed, I think I could sell one of them and get a pair. <laughs> no, every, every time I put the kids to bed, I'm thinking, do you know what? I just want to pick up my guitar and have a little bit of a play now. And do you know yeah. what? I can't. Because yeah. I'll wake them up because I've just put them to bed. I've got the wiser air. Just put the headphones on, pick up the, the guitar. It already kicks in and I can just start messing around there. I want to change a few settings and pick up my phone. And then yeah. I want to put it away. I just hang it up. I, you know, I'm not getting sponsored by, by anyone for saying that. You know, I, I just really, really want them. There's a reason they were one, uh, one best gear at NAM. NAM? Yeah. NAM? No, I weren't there. You weren't there, man. You weren't there. <laughs> I mean, it's saying that that we aren't sponsored by them. If they do want to give give us a, a, a pair of those headphones, then they haven't got any. Let's talk numbers, mates. Come on. They haven't got any, man. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm on yeah, a waiting list. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm on a waiting list for um, borrowing a pair to try them out for for the live stream, no, live cast. Oh. Sorry. Um, so we can nice. talk about them, um, but I think I'm right down the bottom of a very long list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you might get them in about four years' time. Yeah, <laughs> the, the second pair would be out by then. That's it. Yeah, but yeah, I, I'm. I think they're going to become more and more popular, and I think they're going to kick off. I think it's just going to be the start of it with them. I think everyone's going to be releasing them. You know, the obvious, yeah. like the Chinese companies are obviously going to do it. Well, I mean, it, it takes it takes some ingenuity to try and figure out what Boss have done. So they'll be a good two years behind trying to do this. Or if they just you, want to put, sorry, you'll you'll end up with kind of cheaper imitations of this where it doesn't have the 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 kind of Gyroscope. stereo motor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I I think it would be really easy to make a pair. For companies like um, companies that have got f- uh, flamps or you know helix like um, products, if they can just put the controls for that into uh, a mobile phone, make it Bluetooth, put the technology into a set of headphones, I don't think they're going to be too far away. But yeah. that gyroscope is it's such a good idea, you know. It's, yeah, yeah, it, absolutely. I mean, it Ross. really adds that to it. Boss over the past decade have just been absolutely innovating, haven't they? They've just been plugging away, plugging away, plugging away. Like switches weren't really a massive thing, and then they bought it at the ESA, and now everyone's got a switcher. Um, um, I don't because I'm a Neanderthal, <laughs> but like ev- you, you look at nine pedal boards out of ten, and they've got at least some kind of rudimentary switching system. So, yeah, much so when you get got... up to a certain a certain um, level, you kind of like you kind of think, do you know what? I am going to break my neck doing a gig, and if you don't um, get do something about it, which is you got two ways to go when you get to that point, you either start yeah. deciding which pedals you like the best and getting rid of the others. <laughs> yeah, that's it. A very utilitarian kind of. Yeah, uh, which choice. is or you or you keep all of your options and you go for a switcher. Yeah, yeah, oh. and that's you know both both ways are pure, absolutely um, acceptable. You know, there's no there's no wrong answer, is there? 
No, and and that's the beauty of uh, beauty of guitar is the fact that we've all got a completely different way of getting to the same destination. Mm. Uh, my, my mine is more is more. You know, I, I I just want more and more and more pedals on my board. I wish I could just extend my board. That's a, <laughs> that's a very Ingve approach there. That is. <laughs> what is more? That's it. How can less so, be more? More is more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. So um, that's what I've been up to. Um, what have you been up to, dear sir? I uh, I almost stood on a piece of glass then. Oh yeah, here we go. Is that from uh, yesterday, is it? Yeah, uh, see this fine little oh. piece of glass. That, that, I'll tell you what, the podcast listeners are going to love that. They will. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, yeah, because you, you actually phoned me, didn't you? I, my, you, you may notice on the, uh, on the live stream, I've got this wonderful, uh, wonderful travel mug on the go. Um, it's the second time I've broken uh, broken a glass in my uh, little music room, and I've, I'm now not trusting myself with glass. So this is a one of those like melamine mugs with a, <laughs> a moulded plastic top. Um, so that's that's something that I did this week. Uh, made my made the floor in in my uh, little studio incredibly dangerous. Uh, <laughs> But I've, yeah, I like since since me and Matt last podcasted because we only we only podcasted probably about three or four days ago. Um, I have um, I, I had a chat with uh, Adam Yeomans actually, who again is another one of our uh, patronizers. Um, he also happens to um, have like a kind of low key uh, pedal building um, business on the side, um, and he. Uh, he let me have a go of these uh, these rather nice looking. Have a look at this. It's a rather rather swanky looking. It's got like a snake almost, skin. Yeah, almost like a snake. I think it's uh, like a like a teal crocodile skin uh, finish. There's also this. Uh, I'd say it almost looks a little bit like a small clon or like a Hudson Broadcast sort of style pedal, but yeah, it's not like um, not just in terms of the way it's like turned sidewards yeah. and you've got three knobs on it. Uh, and a little switch and what was the other one well funny you should say that that is actually a it's a broadcast clone oh, <laughs> so okay there you go and there's this uh this one which is a no, little bit gaudy. Is. i know go if you to talk about it go on no is it? that's completely banned from pedalboards are doing because it caused so much trouble and i do not <laughs> do not tie in with things that are gonna be uh objectifying women no it's um, it's it's not at all um that that pedal in and of itself is the circuit, but it doesn't it doesn't um, doesn't tie in with with the controversy. So it's just using it's essentially like a, it's almost like a Marshall in a Marshall in a box. So it's like an amp in a box, is it? I, I did wonder what the um, what it was based on. I know the person who um, well, I don't know if that's still the case, but the person who designed it refused to let anyone know who it was them. Yeah, yeah, they didn't oh, want to be yeah. Tied in with it. Yeah, it was, was TC. Was it TC who originally was going to launch it, and then after the controversy of it, they pulled the plug on it. No, no. So TC had a had a tone print uh, from Satchel, yes. um, which was uh, oh, it, called uh, the same. No, it weren't. It weren't called the same. It was, it was something to do. Yeah, I mean, it it 
it, it was very it was very lewd and it had a, it had a very uh, a very kind of graphic uh, description for it and then uh, a couple of years after that was released it it kicked up some controversy some some people started noticing it uh, and and didn't take the um, didn't take it very well uh, and TC then decided you know what actually we we're gonna distance ourselves from it and and took that down. Uh, they it's it's a very difficult road though, isn't it? Because we 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 swim through uh, the fields of pedals that are named Big Muff and oh yeah yeah, I mean Swollen Pickle and stuff like that. And it's like we can't not have Big Muffs on pedalboard theme. Yeah, pedalboards often. <laughs> yeah, we 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 simply can't we can't not have them. Yeah, we can't but, not have them. That's that yes. is that is perfectly fine, <laughs> grammar, Yes, uh, um, you. I think you need some more sleep because you you asked me how to spell something earlier as well. So. Oh, I did. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I yeah, two I young think... children. Of course, I need no <laughs> new sleep. That's just a, that's just normal. Yeah. So I mean, I think the 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 issue with with that certain pedal uh, was the fact that it it was. It was designed to cause controversy, whereas the Big Muff has been around so long, it's just kind of ubiquitous. And I, I don't think necessarily the Swollen Pickle or or uh, the uh, the Brown Eye or the the Pink Taco necessarily have uh, have been that overt and in your face. Whereas this yeah, certain it, pedal had, they're also kind of like um, subtle. Aren't they? You know, it's very <laughs> I, subtle. I, like, I wouldn't say they're subtle, but big muff. You know, you might not I necessarily mean, know for, what for that the means. big muff. Yes, yeah, completely. Um, or the swollen pickle. No, no. I think that the the, the line of subtlety is is completely completely gone there. But the, yeah, the issue with that one is it it had controls like. Uh, juicy and gushing and and all of these all of these things. It it was it was designed to kick up that controversy because of what happened. Yeah. Um. But the pedal itself uh, is actually really good. It it um uh, it was inspiring me. Um. I'm not usually a high game player, much like yourself. Um. But it, excuse me. I love playing high game. It's like my my go to thing. <laughs> <laughs> do you not? Did oh, you not think that I played much high gain? Well, you said you, you was talking about the Shredmaster and saying that it weren't your usual wheelhouse. No, because the gain on the Governor went higher. Oh, did he? Ah, okay, then. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Then. <laughs> you would you wouldn't expect that. You would have thought that the Shredmaster. E- either way, um, mm. I'm I'm usually a bit more subdued. I I tend to prefer like overdrives to to full on distortions, whereas this. Is it's it's like a, a roaring compressing amp, uh, and it was getting me in the very much in the wheelhouse of Gary Moore, and because I was getting those tones, I spent an hour doing my best worst Gary Moore impression, uh, which has really really hurt my fingers. Uh, it's mm. it's just highlighted to me how much. Uh, how much out of practice I am, and how uh, how little practice I do these days. Yeah, uh, and that takes me straight back to the Wazirah. Exactly, uh, and exactly I, what I'm I need. That. Very much for the the kind of the similar stuff 
uh, to yourself. I mean, for me, if I want to practice uh, through an amp at night, I, I run myself through uh, preamp pedals going into um, going into a desk, and that's about mm. five steps too many. So yeah, uh, it's rare. I- I've I've listened to amps that have headphones out um, lots of times. You know, you get it a lot when you go to guitar shows and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's not right. It, 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 it's just yeah. not right. And They're what okay, they managed yeah. to do with the Wazirette is to make it sound like you're playing through an amp and yeah. not playing through headphones, and that's where it differs from other things. Yeah, yeah, man. And that the, so yeah. that's sorry. It, go it? ahead. That that is it. I think that's the. Um, Another reason why why you can justify the Wazza Air is the fact that, oh, like, like I say, I'll, I'll run myself into a preamp into, uh, like, I, I've I've got a setup on my on my uh, on my door that makes it sound as close as you would expect, like a recorded guitar tone. But you do, do you do that with reverb? Yeah, I do. Like I set the reverb really subtly and really low in a mix, so that it almost emulates you being in a room. Um, I just want to say hello to someone who's just said hello to us. Hello, Nick. How you doing, mate? Bonjour. Um, but the the problem with that is that it's a static sound. It sounds like a recorded tone, and as as good as you might get it, and the, like as as you can you start feeling it it doesn't compare with going into a going into a room and cranking your amp um, yeah, do you know what i i don't want to be playing to the sound of uh, a recorded amp i don't want when i'm playing um something for it to sound like a a recorded amp do you yeah. know what i mean yeah i mean it it sounds okay there's there's there's, there's little wrong with it but it's just it's that tactile thing, and you don't quite get the feel. That you... Adam, hello. Say hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Hey, <laughs> he's here. Oh, he's, Matt. He's, he's not well today. Bless him. He's, yeah, he's not. I mean, he was not well when we did the last cast. To be fair, uh, and I, I, along with myself, I had to edit out twenty-three instances of, of us coughing. Uh, oh no! Um, it's going about, isn't it? It really is. Everyone's got it. Yeah, um, but it's fine. It's fine, and it, I'm I'm all for him bearing out tonight and just getting himself better. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Kudos to you, Matt. Um, but yeah, like, like I said, um, the the bending of the strings kind of brings this, uh, and and it, how it hurt my fingers. It brings us onto um, a first little little bit of news that I want to go for. Um, it's kind of it's kind of tying in news and a question and just like a thought of the day, pretty much. Um, but we'll start off kind of newsy uh, and mention that Ernie Ball um, have uh, they've announced a couple of new string sets. Okay, so the okay. so they've got the Turbo Slinkies, um, which are nine point fives, so nine point five to forty six. So that's uh, so it's usually uh, 10 to 46 so it's almost like a kind of hybrid slinky top heavy bottom almost um, and then we've got yeah. uh, Mondo which is 10.5 to 52 so they're kind of these in between sets 
the next one. I can't believe that they're they're not in a black packet with gold writing and and that they say ribbed on them. Magnum, <laughs> Magnum slinkies. Like shit, me. Uh, twelve, uh, twelve to fifty six, but with a wound, uh, wound G twenty two, wound G. Wound G, Jesus. Yeah, so it's getting in base territory. That's the sort of thing that um, you know what they're for, don't you? They are for down tuned guitars. That, not, that's what they're doing. Not necessarily. I mean, 12, 12 to fifty six with a wound G was um, what. Fender guitars used to come with as standard back when they were originally produced. So they were... Your fingers start off like this, and by the end you're playing them, you're a little bit like that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That. I mean, they were they were tough guys back then. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But that's... That, where you got, you've got to mention Stevie Ray Vaughan now, haven't you? You can't not. Well, I mean, that's, that's part of it. Apparently he was playing 13s, but tuned down to E flat. But... Yeah. Yeah, so I mean they've got they've got that, but then they've also gone the other way as well, and they've got um, the mighty slinky, which is eight point five to forty. So they've, they've the one got, I've got up here, um, the one that I've put on the screen is the extra slinky, which is eight to thirty eight. Yeah, I mean they've they've been existing for quite a while. They have. They've like, existed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No. Um, what. What do you use? And and come on, like people in the in the comments, let us know. What do you use? What's your go to strings? What, yeah, what do so, you use? So I mean, I'm I'm going on a little bit of a string journey, but at the moment, my go to is uh, Diodarios. I usually have the ten to uh, ten to forty six or ten to forty six balance tensions. Um, and I'll pretty exactly much do those across the board. the same as what I use. Exactly the same. Yeah, so I, I usually do those across the board. Um, or across the fretboard, anyway. Oh-ho! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I usually do those across the board, um, no matter what the scale length. Um, I've got a there's hack round here that I've got in Germany that I haven't put on yet, but... I wonder what they are. Uh, I mean, I've I did a little experiment. I've I bought some uh, some Roto yellows, which are the ten, their ten to forty six set, uh, and I've put those. Uh, yeah, they're they're Didario, uh, XLs, aren't they? Those ones. Um, I've got some Didario uh, XLs actually on. These are the nickel plated ones, the extended life natural feel. Um, what happened was they had four guitars lined up. They're all like these uh, these low end um, uh, Fender acoustics. Yeah, I saw and that they actually. Said, Andy Ferris did that challenge. That. Yeah, yeah, I saw him there. In fact, it was right next to that where I saw him. Um, we had a bit of a chat, but um, yeah, he. Um, so the. It was a case of well, work out which one is the yeah. which one sounds different, and the trouble was they all sounded different. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it was kind of like okay, they all sound different. I don't know which ones the uh, things are, so I'd just take a guess at it. But it wasn't like they all sounded the same, and yeah. um, so that was um, a little bit thing. And you entered into a competition, you could win like a pack of strings every week for the rest of your life or whatever. Oh, nice. um, what a waste of strings. <laughs> <laughs> However, um, if you lost, 
um, no, you, just for taking part, you got a, a set of strings. So every day we were there, I went back and did, <laughs> well, which was two days. You went back with a moustache yeah. and then went back with a, a monocle and a top hat. <laughs> I did ask. I did say to him, like, um, if I come back tomorrow, can I do it again? He was like, yeah, 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 of course. So I got a set for my acoustic, which I've put on. But these, I've got these for my Les Paul uh, to put them on. Yeah. Because uh, it needs a new set of strings, my baby here. Um, but, yeah, I just haven't got around to it yet. But they're supposed to be extended life, natural feel. However, they're not balanced tension. They're 10 to 46. Yeah. And I really like the balanced tension. We've got some comments. Um, Nick Lover in... He has said both, he said, SRV, uh, so C Ray Vaughan tone is awesome, not just the strings, but the power of the attack. Yeah. And then he says he sold on the Elixir's, Elixir 10s. Yeah. Um, and the newest OptiWeb ones. Now, what's that? So I've got a set of OptiWebs on my, um, on my number one, actually. Because I went to, I went to the event uh, in, in Guitar Guitar Brom where they were kind of, premiering the OptiWebs where they you just sign up to it and they'd, they'd put a set on on your guitar for free so I thought why the hell not um, <laughs> they'd, they'd, they'd string up your guitar string up your guitar for free yeah with with these OptiWebs and take along something with a Bixby on it <laughs> yeah, or a Ford that's Rose it, yeah. off you go then mate <laughs> yeah, here, here you go here you go chap I, I was almost tempted to bring my um, to bring my uh, Ibanez Roadstar because that is it's mental the way that you string that up it's got what is it it's it's got like a, a knife edge um vintage trim but there's no mm. holes in the back plate so the way that you string it is you feed the string through the saddle through the top and then there's like a mm. little a little hook inside it where you've got to kind of blindly hook the hook the ball end onto the onto the hook in, inside the trim system it's absolutely batshit mental. I I should do do that. Take it to them and just go. Yeah, have at it. See what you can do. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, how, how are you finding? Because Nick said that they take a little getting used to, but last forever. Yeah. So, I mean, these uh, the ones that are on on my guitar have been on for about a year and a half, maybe more, um, and they don't sound. They still sound fresh. They still sound like they've got life in them. Um, so, I mean, I bought us another pack went like just, uh, probably about six months ago when I was just walking around guitar, guitar and I, I didn't, didn't fancy buying anything, but you know, to, to say thank you and to, to kind of chuck them a book, I bought some OptiWebs. Um, and I was, I was planning to replace the ones that, uh, that I've got, but the, I don't need to, they've not. They've not worn away. They've not snapped. the The coating's not come off because with the earlier ones, with mm. the with the nano web, after a certain time, you'd start feeling like little white flecks on the mainly on the wound strings. Uh, so I was told. Um, and and then once once that had happened, they'd just be like a normal set of strings. Uh, so I mean, I've okay. had those on for a really long time, but on my Les Paul, I've got a, a set of. Ooh, look, they were hand handmade uh, guitar strings, and I, I can't. I, I actually bought them from um, from our and, a, Andy at Honey Boy. He sells not made cat's guts or anything. Are no, they? they're not cat guts. No, they're, they're, <laughs> but they're the hand handmade strings. Um, 
Wow. <laughs> you get that really cutty tone, yeah. yeah. Um, Andy Bimson says he his gauge is a forty five to one oh five because he's a dirty bass player. Forty five to what? Uh, but yeah, one oh five. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, so yeah, usually I'm ubiquitous across the board with uh, with sets of tens. However, um, with I've got a, a thin line Telecaster, and no matter how many how many times I've strung it up with like top loading it, um, different brands of tens, it always feels like there's too much tension under finger, and my fingers are really sensitive to that. Um, oh. I know, I know, didums. I mean, usually I just tell myself to kind of sack up and get over it but i have uh i have problem with like tendonitis and rsi if I, if the tension on my strings is feels too much um so I, i've gone down to a set of nines but the problem i have when i use nines it feels all right under under my left hand but my picking i, I pick too much like I, I pick through the string rather than rather than caressing the string I always snap nines. That's why I've, I've just not bought nines for I'm probably coming up to ten years now. It's just it's just to go. I'd go through them like no one's business. Yeah. So I mean, the the solution for the thin line might be looking into the um, the turbo slinkies. That's the nine and a halves. Like say hello to Mister Tate. Uh, Andrew Bimson says that he uses nines for guitar. That, that's um, that's that's odd. That's, that's odd for a bass player. Yeah, isn't it? Usually they like something a bit thicker, don't they? Um, yeah. But Yeomans, uh, he uses Elevens uh, almost exclusively, <laughs> exclusively on stuff because he likes he likes the fat tone to it. Uh, he tunes down though, doesn't he? Yeah. I mean, we, we tend to tune to E flat when we're playing with the band. Um, I think he just stays there. I tend to tune back up because I like I like the feeling of the tension. A little bit more when picking, um, but it almost this ties in with um, uh, a chap on YouTube called Rick Beato. Uh, he did a, a little sound test uh, between elevens, ends, nines, and eights, um, and this this video kind of goes through uh, goes through like the the preconceptions. A lot of people say like the the Stevie Ray says. Uh, Steve Ray followers say, "Oh yeah, you need fat strings to get fat tone," um, and they do like a little mm. a little rundown at the end where they've got the same guitarist playing uh, playing this little kind of like distorted riff, um, and they they record it into a DAW and then play it back through studio monitors. And there's like four of the four of these chaps around, and they all unanimously say that they like the sound of the eights the best. Uh, the the mid range content and whatnot. All of these guys are like bit pro uh, pro musicians, like session musicians and, and uh, studio producers. They yeah, those are the ones that they'd sit sit perfectly in a mix. Thanks for the thumbs up, guys. Um, yeah, um, there, there's people out there who say the, the strings don't make a difference to your tone and physics. Just says bollocks to that. <laughs> <laughs> if you've, they are if the thing that like, vibrates, um, aren't they? They're, they're, exactly. They are literally if it didn't make any sense, if it didn't make any difference, bass guitar strings would not sound different to electric guitar strings. <laughs> well, 
yeah, the, the the thickness and the tension would would I mean, but the 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 sounds more similar, wouldn't they? They, they would sound. Uh, yeah, you couldn't you couldn't tune um, a low B on a five string bass up to uh, like up to let's say a high E. Well, sorry, sorry, uh, an A on um, a guitar. You couldn't bring it to that, and that's because of the way it's formed. It's just it would if you stretched it that far, it would more or less come down to the sort of size of an A string. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So it's just, you know, the the size does make does matter. Size does matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've we've gone so far without without making that comparison. But yes, size does matter. And more to the point of thickness in in this in this really because it's not the length, is it? No. Um, <laughs> it's about girth, but, girth you know, history. <laughs> what Sandy said here, he said, to be honest, when I was 13, I got sold at Ernie Balls 9s and I've never changed brand or gauge. Since you were 13? <laughs> Madness. That's crazy. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. back when I, was, uh, when I was starting, there weren't really much of a difference. Uh, there weren't really much of a choice, should I say. It was a case of everything you, you played had 9s on it. Everything that you went into a shop had 9s on it. You'd go to the guy yeah. at the, the counter and go, Okay, I want some strings. I don't really know what's uh, what's around, and he'd, he'd pl- plonk the uh, the pink uh, pink packet in front of you and go. This is what ev- is on everything in this shop. Just use these. You go. Yeah, yeah. Same. That makes it easy. Um, it's because you snap the strings more often and have to go and buy some more. That's it. And I was like that for for a good good maybe like five years of my playing. Um, and then I started experimenting, realizing actually I do like the Dario's a little better. They felt felt a bit nicer. Since then, I have I've played um, I've played other Ernie Ball strings. I tried the uh, the Paradigms, and they were all right. Uh, I got mm. I think I put those on my mid tone, and and they're still going. So. Nick Nick's just chimed in and said uh, definitely makes a difference, but the biggest difference in gauge is your, is to your playing. Um, he struggles not bending eights when fretting, and twelves hurt. So yeah, you know, um, <laughs> yeah, I suppose, this, yeah, this is the thing. Because smack yourself very, in the middle. If you, unless you've got tiny little frets, like my my, my strap behind me, yeah. the frets on that are minute, and I've always gone in for not jumbo frets, but slightly larger than normal frets. Yeah. Um, my, my Les Paul has jumbo frets on it yeah. in fact but it means that you never really touch the fretboard with the string yeah yeah but the um, on the strat I do uh, and if you've got like eights on there or something you probably will like Nick says but if you're touching if you've got jumbo frets and you're touching the fretboard with the with the string yeah, you... you're going to bend it out and not out a key Definitely yeah, bend, will, yeah. bend the note out of tone. Yeah, so it's um, yeah, t- tens work for me, but it, the, the balance tension is really worth talking about for a second because that that makes a big difference. So if people don't know what that is, what you've got is more or less between the D and the G string. Um, usually, when you go from the wound to the unwound, um, D to the G, there's a bit of a jump tonally. And what they've done is they've um, made it so the difference between the um, say the E and the A, the D and the A, the G and the D, the 
G and the B and the B and the E is more equal. So you're not getting a jump of, say, 10 points, then 15 points, then 20 points, then 10 points, and then 5 points of, of gauge there. What you're getting is, say, you're getting 10 difference, 10 difference, 10 difference, 10 difference, 10 difference. So the difference between each string as you're going up in terms of gauge is equal across, and that gives you better chord sounds because the you know when you're playing um, an arpeggiated chord, it sounds much more flush. And when you're playing a lead um, part and you're, you're going down your scales, you don't have a big jump, and it really works nicely, not just tonally, but feel-wise as well. Yeah, it feel, it feels more even, doesn't it? And I think mm. with those, they they end up with like point five gauges in some of the um, some of the balance tension sets. Um, yeah, I, I use the differences just as an example. I don't know what the differences are. Yeah, yeah, I, um, I, I can't remember off the top of my head. But I, there was <laughs> there was a sale on the balance tension sets, um, and I think it was on GAC. Um, and it was it was something like if you buy three, you get the third pack for free, um, or, or something like that. No, because if you buy if you buy three lots, you get like a certain discount. If you buy except X amount, you get more of a discount. It's sca- it scaled up, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then <clears throat> for some reason, if you bought ten packs. It ended up giving you like two sets free or something, um, but it was it was like a weird, uh, a weird quirk didn't, in the it system. It didn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. It was a weird quirk in the system. Uh, so I, I bought like a, a bunch of sets to get that that weird quirk, um, which was fantastic. Um, but then I ended up with like a bunch of balance tensions. Um, they really worked though. Like, I had them for for about two or three years because I've got shed loads of guitars as well, haven't I? Uh, so yeah, ended, you and me both. <laughs> it ended up lasting me quite a while, um, but yeah, I mean, at the moment, I'm I'm thinking of going on another string journey because I, I I watched the documentary on Rotosound and they do a few different um, different material strings. They do like a pure nickel string, uh, which is apparently supposed to be a bit um, a bit lighter under the finger. Um, mm. They do a stainless steel string, which is supposed to be a bit brighter. Um, and I tend to have uh, troubles with uh, when I'm playing humbuckers because I'm, I'm such a single coil man um, that when I go to humbuckers, I feel everything's too dark. Um, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I maybe maybe getting a, a like a set of stainless strings for my humbuckers would then even it out enough for me to go. Actually, yeah. It's just the thick. And they chew through your frets, though. I don't know. Yeah, I've I've, I've heard things about that. Uh, Nick said he's never used balance tensions. I urge you, man, go and try a set because you you won't look back. I, I, I love them. Um, suggestion for a different um, for a different title for the podcast. Go on, string theory. Well, hey, no, it's definitely Quangding, mate. It's definitely Quangding. Uh, oh, man. Love it. Um, I've just noticed we are, we're getting close to our hour mark, but we haven't really done any news. Uh, <laughs> no. So, so let's, uh, let's move on from string theory. Um, 
we've got a few things, so we'll we'll blast through we'll blast through a few. I really wanted to talk about the uh, the little thunder pickup. So cool. I'll bring that up now. Yeah. So I mean, I've I've learned about the little thunder pickup through a lot. There's been a few people online who use it uh, and really um, really swear by it. And basically, what it is is when you when you're in a situation where you've got uh, you've you've got a bunch of musicians, but you don't really have anyone to fill in the low end. So you're lacking a bassist, which um, is it can can often be the case. Or you're like a solo solo act, and you want to get that broad spectrum. You really want something to to fill in that low end. That it doesn't really work if you just like add on an octave pedal or 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 like tune tune one of your strings down or whatever. I mean, Pat Metheny does that where he uh, he's got certain tunings where. Like he'll use two bass strings, uh, and we'll do like the upper four, um, upper four strings are like co- the chord voicing, and then we'll do like the walking bass. Um, but not everyone's Pat Metheny, um, and the guys at, at Little Little Thunder. I don't know who make it. So the the guys who created Little Thunder came up with this pickup system where. Um, it tracks your bottom two strings and will choose the lowest note on that string and will double it either an octave or two octaves down to give you that sense that there is a bigger uh, a bigger band at play. Um, so the the V2, um, it's basically, it's it's like a humbucker, but it's, it's um, a humbucker with like a bladed, um, bladed humbucker pickup in it as well. It's got the the top part has all of the uh like the string sensors for all the low notes and then you've you've got the um ability to also use that pickup as a pickup as well which is um which is fantastic so you're not sacrificing um one pickup selection for the fact that you can add this to a guitar. Uh, we, we've had complaints from our resident bass player saying stop doing this out of a job <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's it's not me I'm, I'm holding my hands up here um, but for like for like uh, solo acts who uh, who need to fill in that uh, fill in that low end so the little thunder like the the, the blade apparently is um, it's a passive uh, a passive pickup but it's also like PAF voiced so it's 8.8k uh, DC resistance, which is li- little on the hot side, but PAF voiced, and especially because because it's a like a almost like a hum single sized uh, pickup. That extra extra beef might might add a bit of body to it as well. Okay, so I'm gonna stomp in here like um, a miserable git and piss on this parade, and let you all know that there's a pedal that does this. <laughs> but I've just been googling it to try and find out what it is. I've been contacted by the guy a few months back, and he he told me all about this. And I was like, "Oh, this is a fantastic pedal." I'm sure I mentioned it to you as well, man. But yeah, um, you did. but yeah, he um he he told us about this pedal and it, it does it. And um, upside of that, you don't have to mess with your guitars, and it will work on all your guitars. I mean, that's, that's, there um, is that. Um, this, but this is this is still a cool idea, you know. This technology is pretty cool. Yeah. Is there anything like this built into helixes and stuff? 
nothing, nothing this sophisticated. I wouldn't have thought. I'd imagine there's 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 something that, that you could do like lower lower octaves. I know with um, with the variax, you can like set a certain tuning to be like it ignores the the top four strings, but then doubles up the the bottom two, and you could have like those those doubled strings being an octave lower. So you could have. So that, that's more or less the same as this, isn't it? Except for the low note priority mode, where it only chooses one note. Because I see. Right. If you were doing it on Variax, it would it would double whatever you played on those two strings. So you'd have to be very careful. Whereas this, yeah, you for don't, sure, you don't have to. I'll, I'll try and hit playing. this guy up and and uh, offer him to speak about it. Maybe next live live cast and um, and we can A B between the two and see if he's one does that. Because if it doesn't. That's interesting because if you're doing, like you say, you're playing some scales or you're playing some lead, if it's saying, okay, look, I can tell this is an E and I'm, I'm going to like play the E or I'm going to play notes that are in that scale, but I'm not going to play all of the notes because yeah. Zach Wild wouldn't or whatever, you know, then yeah. Um, but it's, it's, I mean, that's clever. if you're playing a scale, it'll, it'll play, it'll double up the lowest note. Um, but if it's more for like if you're doing like just normal chord chord voicings, if you if you're doing like a uh, an A shaped bar, uh, sorry, an E shaped bar chord, say you were playing an A as a bar chord on the on the sixth string, it would <coughs> if it didn't have that, it would it would double up both the root and the uh, sorry the root and the fifth because that's the bottom two strings. Um, mm. Whereas this would only take the 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 lowest note, which would be the A being the root. Yeah. So it yeah. it doesn't muddy up your your mix. It will just so okay. So say you you did a pentatonic run just on the on the E and the A strings. Um, it would it wouldn't just pick one note out. It would play them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I imagine so. Okay, I misunderstood. Okay, right. Yeah, I thought what you were suggesting was if you were doing that, it would say, okay, you're playing an A. I can hear you played an A note. I'll stay on that while you play this, and then. Yeah, I mean that's that's four, that's four. I'll turn over. That's how I understood it, but I mean it, it very much could. So I mean that's that's two hundred and forty nine uh, US dollars that one, um, and it's got sixteen hours of uh, sixteen hours of player as well, which is is near bad. I mean the <laughs> the Variac suggests it's got something like eight hours of playing, doesn't get anywhere near. So sixteen hours of play <laughs> is is how long do they last? What sorry. How long does the Variax last? Um, probably a good four or five. Once, once, I mean, we were talking about this on the last cast, actually, me and Matt, where once you get past a certain battery level, even though the battery might say it's got one bar left in the battery, it starts not acting as it should. I've heard you say that before, yeah. Um, so it's a bit like a fuzz when you kind of get to that sweet spot on the battery. But not good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it almost kind of takes takes some of the input out of it so you it's mm. it's it's a deader sound which gotcha it's it's not ideal um okay. i reckon we'll do one one last bit of news before we wrap up because we're we're an hour and five uh, uh I, there's two that i'm particularly keen on here um if one of them's the harley benton then go on we'll do two then we'll do two uh, but we'll how about how about we quickly flash up and just say look this is great and then move on from the PlayStation? Okay, okay, okay. 
Do you want to do the PlayStation right, there then? Yeah, let's just let's just show everyone that because it's it's funky. Well, yeah. Um, so this one is from Tithinas uh, on Instagram, apparently Tithinas. Um, it was essentially modded an old PlayStation. Um, and one. Yeah, the old PS One, the like the original PlayStation, not the PS One, which is the smaller, rounder, white one. Yeah, not not the remake, but the original yeah. PlayStation Big One. Great yeah, it, it placed, yeah, absolutely. It was called PlayStation as opposed to PlayStation Anything, wasn't it? You're right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I know my beans. I, I had one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the end of its lifespan, I had to play it whilst it was sat on its side otherwise it wouldn't I was, I was just gonna ask you did you ever have to turn it upside down to get it to play or anything along those lines yeah, yeah mine was propped up on its side oh, I didn't okay. I didn't have to turn it turn it upside down but I had to do it I had to do it sideways yeah. it was mental uh, got, yes. let's quick, quickly go through this then, and then so, we can get on with the really cool Harley Benton this mad 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 geezer has essentially rigged an old Playstation up with four circuits and I'm not mad at him, to be fair, because the four circuits seem pretty pretty decent. We've got a, oh, a, a, an 808, a, a tube screamer. We've got yep. a rat. We've got yep. a mad Professor Deep Blue Delay. And cool. we've got a linear power booster. Oh, okay. That's really cool. So that and seems it, it, really, really usable. Any order switching on them? I don't think there is, no, but they're all independently switchable, I believe. Okay. Upsides, downsides to this for me: the pedal, the switches for them are in more or less the four corners, apart from like where the two switches are. Yeah. So they're on four corners. So it's not. But this is more of a um, a fun pedal, more of a gimmick uh, yeah. than it is a practical pedal. Obviously, a PlayStation isn't pedal friendly. Other than that, it's. Um, oh my uh, god! Yeah. He hasn't even got top mounted jacks. <laughs> He's got side mounted jacks. Of course, he would. Have. Um, Massive PlayStation. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but it, it looks cool. It's proper retro. Uh, it reminds me of the um, the Game Boy uh, Fuzz. Yeah, yeah, the Game Boy Fuzz. Who does yeah. that? I'm trying to remember. Off Is, top was of my it head. Gajira? Who who does that? Who did you say? Gajira. No, no, it's not. He makes some great Simpsons stuff. Have you ever seen it? Yeah, again, we talked about that. Yeah. I think. A couple of casts ago, um, Scott Scott's a really good guy. Uh, we we chat fairly often. Um, uh, right, yeah, okay. So there's that. It, it's great. It's got a few clones in it. We were going to just talk about clones today, but maybe we'll do that next time. We will do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we touched yeah, um, a little bit on it, but yeah, yeah. completely. Okay, let's let's talk, let's talk about yeah. this wonderful, wonderful guitar, shall we, man? Go on, I, you have a you have a chat about it because I I know a fair bit about it, but I, I want your opinions on it. So, so right, what, okay. what are we talking about? It's a Harley Benton. Yeah, it yeah. costs fifty p. It's a single P ninety double 50p. cut Les Paul style guitar. Yeah, so and it's got a wraparound intonation in intonationable bridge. That's yeah. I'll, I'll I'll run with that word. So it's called the DC Junior Fat. Um, the story behind it is they bought out. Um, they bought out like a a, a kind of natural mustardy coloured one, um, which was slightly more slightly more modern feeling. It had a thinner neck. Um, the I think the the P ninety was. Um, 
was slightly tamer. Um, and Andy Ferris, uh, who's um, he works with Toman quite a lot. Um, he said, "What I'd really like to see on this is a big old chunky neck and a big old growly P90." Um, mm. And they said, "Yeah, go on, we'll do that." Uh, Andy's responsible for this, is he? Well, yeah, he he was uh, one of the people who who put those suggestions forward, um, and they they brought it out in a, like a trans red color as well. Uh, so yeah, it is. It's essentially like a DC. Uh, DC Double Quick Junior. Uh, mm. Which anything that make this better if it was, if it was an SG. I mean, that might that might happen. You know, that might happen. Um, what really really um, surprised me about this as well, actually. <coughs> so it's the the guitar itself is two hundred and ten pounds, which for a guitar like that, not a great deal of money. Um, I mean, they they're quite simple. One pickup. Two controls and a and a wraparound style bridge, but it's that's, that's my my point. You can't really do it wrong. Yeah, well, <laughs> well <laughs> you know what I mean. I mean, there are companies who make make that style guitar that aren't great. Um, Ryan from Sixty Cycle Hum did a video on a certain brand of one. Uh, that I've not seen that. Okay, it just it it wasn't good. It weren't intonatable. It was. It wasn't fun. Uh, whereas these Harley Bentons are solid. They're they're built built well, and mm. the quality controls decent on them. If you end up getting a, a one that has slipped through quality control as well, Toman are apparently absolutely excellent about it. They just go, yeah, send it back. We will send you another one. It's all good. Uh, there's no argument with them. They they make sure that you have a good customer experience with it. Um, the one thing that's that good. really, really surprised me about this, the P90 that's in uh, in this guitar is a stacked P90. So it's... Uh, stacked? What? So it's humbucking? Yeah, it's hum-cancelling, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so that is... I mean, for that price point, is mental. That is that is absolutely insane. You, you know, you wait. <coughs> this is going to go one or two ways. Either in a couple of years, these are going to cost a lot of money, or in a couple of years, you'll be able to pick one up for twenty p. And <laughs> um, yeah, it's I've I've wanted uh, an SG Junior for a long, long time, and now this has popped up. I might see what Father Christmas brings me. You know, this <laughs> this um, yeah, this this is very exciting. Um, no, I, I'm not gassing over this as much as I am the Wazir Air, but this is probably next on my list. Yeah. Other than obviously shitloads of pedals and stuff. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I I just love to look. I haven't got a P90 guitar, and I really want a high output P90 guitar. Yeah, I mean, this sounds like there's you wouldn't need to do much to it for it to be a really solid guitar. I mean, the the it states the tuners a 15 to one ratio, which is better than your average um, stacked P90 uh, usually yeah. the, the electronics aren't cheap crappy ones they they, they feel quite quite nice takes uh, not much to change that out though does it especially you, on a single pickup guitar yeah, that's exactly you could gut the entire electronics and change it and still have change for a beer wouldn't you yeah um, and Andy Bimson just caught, got me he said see Lee less is more <laughs> I, I I don't know. I 
I was in that dilemma when I bought my um, my SG Junior style uh, snot burst. There was there's two versions. There's the the standard Junior with the single P90, and then there's the the Deluxo model with the two P90s. Mm. Funnily enough, the the one with the two P90s cost less. Don't know why. What? <laughs> um, oh dear! But I had the choice of buying buying uh, either of those, and I went for the one with the two P90s because I know in my heart of hearts I couldn't justify not having a neck pickup. Uh, yeah, I I, I get that. Um, you know, all my guitars have got at least two guitar- two pickups. Um, no, no, there is one over there with only one pickup, but that's not really this style of guitar. This is a crank your Marshall up, stick your guitar in, don't worry about a pedal board, and just see what the fuck happens. That's yeah. what that is. And yeah, it's a balls-to-the-wall rock machine, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I love my pedal boards, I love my Les Paul, I love my Strats, uh, I love all my guitars, but... There's something to be said about just getting one of these. Uh, you know, I've heard... I, I used to uh, know a guy called Malcolm who had some original 60s ones of these. And he one day he brought down a couple of um, full stacks. So, you know, yeah, two, two four, four, four by 12 cabs. Um, but it was two lots of them. So it was four yeah. Black Stars. No, no, not fucking Black Stars. High Watts, sorry. And um, <laughs> a little bit of difference, but yeah, go carry on. Yeah, yeah, just just a tiny bit. Uh, and the um, you know, because it was back when I didn't know anything about guitars. Really, I'd, it was back when I thought I knew everything about guitars, but knew absolutely bugger all. And I was like, no, nah, man, no, you've you've got to have the um, Steve Vai pickups and the Floyd Rose and all this sort of thing. Yeah, and it was like. I will kick the crap out of your guitar with this. And I, he pulled it out and I just laughed at it. I said, P90s, they're for jazz players, go away. And he got up and, my God, I, you know, I couldn't have been more wrong. It was like one of the best rock sounds I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, and he was only playing like status quo stuff. You know, he, he always played status quo stuff. Um, but um, what but a yeah. way to play status quo stuff, though. Yeah, it was just like, as soon as he hit like an A chord, it was like, oh my God, I can feel every little nuance of it. And it was just all really aggressive. Oh, I loved it. I really did. Yeah. Very, yeah. very, very good. And I think that's probably where we should wrap it for the week. Um, cool, man. So, I mean, we've we've mentioned a couple of times our, uh, our patronizers this week. Um for as little as $2 a month, if you want to support the podcast, um, you can reach us on patreon.com slash fret talk. And as I say, from, from $2 a month, we do, we do a couple of tiers where you can get involved and you can help support the show. We have got a list of, um, list of our Patreon backers, um, which is one of the perks that you get for patronizing us. Uh, so we've got Andrew Bimson, who's been in the chat. He's uh, He was our first first patron. Uh, we've got Doug Christ. We've got Adam Yeomans. Uh, we've got Underflute Guitar. And we have uh, Joe of Everything Joseph. Uh, Joe Richardson. Um, those, are our, those are our Patreon, Patreon dudes. Uh, if you want to catch us, uh, catch us online, I mean... 
if you are watching us now, you are literally in the pedal boards of doom. Um, pedal boards of doom group, which is one of the places that you can find us. So thank you to you guys. Uh, if you want to catch us, uh, as part of the podcast online, we are, uh, fret talk podcast group. Uh, you can catch me online personally as budget pedal chap. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, every week you'll get a uh, a new video on the YouTube channel, and uh, every uh, every week you also get an hour, if not more, of fret talk podcast as well. Lee, you are involved in many different musical parties. Um, you you're very instrumental in Tonepedia. You are also um, the overlord of Pedalboards of Doom. So overlord of Doom. Indeed. Um, I like that. We also, <laughs> indeed. Yeah, we'll see if we can change the uh, change your status on the uh, on the the admin thing to being overlord. If they'll allow. Just in case you think I'm being weird because you can't see this, I've put up the PBOD versus Fret Talk thing over our, our cameras. Oh, I'm just seeing. I'm just like moving around because we're behind it. Oh, nice! Like um, playing peekaboo. So yeah, I mean, th- those are the places where you where you find us. And yeah, Lee's making some incredibly stupid faces, isn't it? Um, <laughs> <I am. laughs> so um, thank you so much, viewers, for joining in this week, and thank you for getting involved in that uh, string theory. Um, it's really, really interesting to to see everyone's different takes on these, um, and it's the reason why we we do these live uh, live things because we like the that instant feedback as well. Um, we also get uh, feedback from our um, our listeners as well through the Fet Talk podcast group. So once again, make sure you're part of that uh, if you are a fan, and uh, feel free to share this on all of the uh, all of the good. Uh, social medias and <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Uh, if you if you want to help us out as well, um, iTunes reviews do do help. Although I've I've not had a chance to check any of the iTunes reviews. We could have could have some really terrible ones because I, I switched oh over to switched over to Android uh, late last year. I haven't even looked. Um. So. That'll be the place where we end for this week. So, from your host, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap, who happens to have uh, died right, like throat drying up just at this last moment in the dying moment. And from Lee, it will be a tatty bye and good night for this week. Bye. Bye. See you later. just noticed as well this um this cup has got a tiny little hole in the top uh, uh so it allows air to escape when you're drinking from it but it, oh, it whistles so <laughs> whenever, whenever i've taken a sip you'll just stare oh that's brilliant